I really don't care what these conditions are called. I don't care what the actual name is because they are basically the same thing. They're metabolic chaos in the body that is a direct result of inflammation. You're listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, and I am your host and wealthy mentor, Dr. Michelle. My mission is to empower conscientious women entrepreneurs to create a life full of abundance, purpose, health, wealth, and joy. In this podcast, you'll learn how to elevate your health, lifestyle, and surroundings so you can tap into your power, show up more confidently, and focus on what really matters, sharing your gifts, better serving your clients, and showing up even more for the people you love. This is today's businesswoman, the wealthy woman. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Woman Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Organo. So adding reishi-infused coffee and tea has been one of the best things I've done in the past year to upgrade my health. Reishi is one of the most scientifically researched herbs on the planet. I studied it for years in school, and it's one of the most powerful adaptogens. It has benefits like uh, immune boosting, stress relief, liver protection and regeneration, improved circulation, energy boosting, protection against radiation, free radicals, and other environmental stressors. It has anti-inflammatory effects, and it's loaded with antioxidants. You know, a lot of women hear mushrooms and think that this product's going to taste bad, but it's seriously delicious. I literally drink it every single day. So if you want to try some for yourself, grab some samples at wealthywoman.co forward slash organo. That's O-R-G-A-N-O. Hey there, and welcome back. It is Wealthy Wednesday, which means I've got another episode for you. Last week, we talked about the three main sources of inflammation that contribute directly to brain fog. And today, as promised, we're going to dive into some nutrition, supplements, and some really valuable resources and strategies that have helped me beat and continue to stave off brain fog. Just click the like button below if you are stoked on today's topic. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I was actually diagnosed with both Hashimoto's or autoimmune hypothyroid and PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome in my early 20s. And you may also know that I really don't care what these conditions are called. I don't care what the actual name is because they are basically the same thing. They're metabolic chaos in the body that is a direct result of inflammation. You know, that being said, you know, brain fog was a really big issue for me going through undergraduate school and then going on to my master's and my doctorate programs. I remember reading the same sentence over and over and over again and really struggling to grasp concepts and make connections and actually retain all of the information, knowledge, and experience that I was gaining. It was really tough, but it was also during this time that I started to learn how to heal my body with the help of, you know, mentors and teachers and my own naturopathic and functional practitioners by my side. If you've ever struggled with any sort of health condition yourself, you know that getting that diagnosis can either be one of the worst things or one of the best things that happens to you, and it really depends on how you use that information. You can either latch on to that label 
you know, build a, an identity and a community, join all the private Facebook support groups and stay stuck in that box, in that false sense of security. Or you can take that information and say, awesome info. I'm gonna add that little tidbit to my resources so that I can take more empowered action. So where am I going with all of this? So the thing is we're diving into some therapeutic approaches today. And although this information is really valuable and effective and seemingly simple, it's still really easy to get overwhelmed and frustrated and discouraged when you're given you know, 20 tools and you only have two hands. Right? So in naturopathic medicine, we have a philosophy called the therapeutic order, which means we start with the least invasive or the least intense approach and then work our way up the ladder as needed. That way we can avoid confusing the body's focus and have a more clear, directed, and strategic approach to healing. So for example, we want to make sure that we're always starting with the foundations, right? A lot of the things that we discussed last week. So we want to make sure that we're focusing on gut health and decreasing our toxic load and our exposure to toxins, right? We also want to make sure that we're decreasing our external stressors and responding in a way that's less stressful on our body, right? We wanna work on these things while we're working our way up the ladder if we need to. For example, if we jump straight to something like a high potency targeted nutrient and kind of disregard the foundations, then we're ignoring the laws of nature. We're ignoring our body's innate ability to heal. And essentially we're not doing anything better than our conventional medical counterparts. Supplements aren't bad, but they are tools that we can use to expedite the healing process while we're working on the foundations. On the other end of the spectrum, you know, there's definitely people out there, alternative practitioners and such, who are kind of anti-supplements, right? Like there's this argument that you should be able to get everything you need from the food that you eat, right? And the lifestyle that you live. But the fact is, you know, we have depleted soils, we have excessive toxic exposure and tons of stress coming in from all angles, internal and external. And so our bodies these days need a little extra support and supplements can be really, really helpful. You just don't want to ignore everything else. All right, so let's dive in. So let's start with nutrition. I don't make any broad stroke statements when it comes to nutrition because I'm a really firm believer in bio-individuality, right? Like you are a unique individual and your body has very specific needs for it to function at its best. Yes, eating organic, whole foods and following something like a paleo diet or even like a paleo Mediterranean type diet is really beneficial for a lot of people, especially when you compare it to the standard American diet or the SAD diet. But I find that a lot of times that's really only 70% of the equation. We're all so unique with such unique needs, right? That bio-individuality. And so there really isn't a one-size-fits-all when it comes to diet and nutrition. Now, I'm not gonna go into it too deep in this episode, but one of the tools that I use in my practice is called the metabolic typing diet, and that helps us assess you know, what types of food and at what ratios your body functions at its best. So just to give you a quick example of bio-individuality, 
If you think about the indigenous tribes in the Arctic, like the Inuit, they thrive way better on a high protein, high fat diet, right? Whereas indigenous tribes in South America thrive way better on a higher carbohydrate diet, right? And so when it comes to you, you might be somewhere in between. And so I like to figure that out so that you're getting the fuel and your cells and your mitochondria are getting the fuel that they need to thrive at their best. The perfect diet for you is probably different than the perfect diet for me, right? So one of the things that I like to ask is, you know, how do you feel after eating? Ideally, you should feel totally satiated, like nothing was missing from your meal, you're not craving a sweet treat afterwards, like you're good after that. You should also feel solid, sustained energy, and you should feel like you're in a pretty good mood. Most of the women that I talk to don't feel like that after eating. (laughs) A lot of them will feel bloated, they'll feel tired, they'll feel irritable, or they'll be craving something else, right? So tell me in the comments how you feel after you eat. I'm curious. All right, next, let's talk supplements. First off, quality matters. I did a post a while back on how ordering supplements on Amazon can be pretty scary territory. So if you want me to send that post to you, please let me know and I will definitely pass it on. In short, there are some serious issues around mislabeling, around expired products, around uh, questionable storage practices. So definitely order your products directly from the manufacturer or a qualified online medicinary. I'm gonna give you some links in the notes below. So this week I'm just gonna cover supplements Supplement basics because therapeutic order, remember? Next week, I'm gonna dive into some more targeted nutrients if you are ready to work your way up the ladder. First off, a good quality multivitamin and mineral can be a game changer, especially if nutrition and gut health have been somewhat of an issue for you. And with all the supplements that I'm gonna mention today, uh, capsules are almost always preferred over tablets because tablets a lot of times have binders and fillers and those things can just be kind of questionable when it comes to ingredient quality. When I work one-on-one with women, I actually tailor their multi to their needs. So if there's a blood sugar imbalance going on, I might use a specific multi that helps to balance out blood sugar during the day. Or if she's more nutrient depleted or she's gonna be experiencing something more stressful or traveling or something like that, I might actually put her on like a prenatal. So it's really tailored to your needs. All right, let's talk omega-3s, especially DHA, because your brain is about 60% fat. That means that it needs good quality, healthy fats to function at its best. Fat is your friend, not your foe. When we don't have enough of these essential fatty acids, our neurotransmission slows down, our cell-to-cell communication gets a bit faulty, our gene expression is affected, our ability to create new neural pathways is affected, and it increases inflammation. So omega-3s are a huge player when it comes to brain fog. Now let's chat about magnesium, specifically magnesium 3 and 8. Now 
I almost saved this one for next week as a more specific nutrient, but I wanted to talk about it because I know so many of you are already taking magnesium because you hear all about the amazing benefits of magnesium all over the place, I'm sure. So magnesium is the fourth most abundant mineral in our body, and it is a major player in over 300 different metabolic processes. And magnesium threonate, specifically that chelate or form, is the only form that's been found to affect cross the blood-brain barrier. Getting magnesium to your brain is vital to healthy cognition. That means short and long-term memory, that means learning, that means stress management, mood, and sleep. Next, let's chat about vitamin D. Now, I almost didn't put vitamin D on here because I feel like it's I feel like people are sick of it. Like, yeah, I get it, I need vitamin D. But seriously, vitamin D has been shown to be really important when it comes to brain health. The thing is, over the past several years, vitamin D deficiency has been shown to be uh, associated with increased risk of cognitive decline and other brain-related disorders. Things like Parkinson's and dementia and Alzheimer's and autism and even multiple sclerosis. So no, vitamin D is not a fad, but before you start taking higher doses, definitely get your levels checked because you can overdose on vitamin D. Next, let's talk about B-complex. So if you are taking a multi, you probably have a B-complex in there, but with added stressors, added toxicity in our environment, some people thrive with a little added support. B vitamins are really great for helping our natural detox processes, also lifting our mood and giving us sustained energy throughout the day. Just make sure you're not taking them too late in the day because they can affect your sleep. As you could have guessed, I can't leave probiotics off the list, right? So I'm not usually one to recommend high-dose long-term probiotics, but short-term therapeutic doses during gut healing protocols are a necessity. When your gut is healed and happy, I usually just recommend eating a variety of different fermented foods to keep that microbial balance in check. Lastly, let's talk about reishi because as you know, I'm a huge fan and Reishi is the most studied medicinal mushroom on the planet with over 2,000 studies, numerous benefits, and specifically benefits that help your brain. So reishi has neuroprotective properties. That means it's really great for memory, but at the same time, it's also really helpful to protect our brain from normal damage during the aging process. Studies also show that reishi supports the production of nerve growth factors, so it's really beneficial in neurological processes. These are just two of the reasons why I drink this stuff every single day. <laughs> so if you're interested, if you've never tried it before, let me know just write reishi in the comments below. I would love to share it with you. All right, so we've covered nutrition and supplements. So let's dive into some lifestyle hacks that are gonna help to decrease your brain fog. First off, meditation. I cannot emphasize the importance of meditation enough. Creating white space in the first part of my day is literally one of my power moves. It helps me to set myself up mentally, emotionally, and physically for the day. If I can't make this time for myself in the morning, whether it's you know an hour or even something like five or 10 minutes, then how can I possibly show up for my clients and for you, right? There's this Zen proverb that I like because it says, you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes a day. 
unless you're too busy then you should sit for an hour. Now, I'll definitely do an hour-long meditation. I love it. I've been working on my meditation practice for quite some time, and it has um, extended over the years that I've been practicing. But I probably only make enough time to do an hour-long meditation twice a week. But the other days, I at least set aside, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, because setting aside that time is so vitally important to how I show up in my day. For me, it really allows me to slow down, ground myself, and move forward in the day feeling more connected to my purpose. I know what it's like to hustle and to really lose yourself in everything that you've got to get done in the day. But if you are not meditating, I cannot recommend it enough. Honestly, start now. If you need guidance, reach out, ask me. I am here as a resource. There's so many apps and videos and guided meditations and binaural beats and brain FM. There's so many ways and methods and I know that you can find something that works for you. All right, so let's talk about intermittent fasting, which is something that I do most days of the week, which means I swap out breakfast for reishi-infused coffee or tea and keep my eating window between about 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. This pattern of 16 hours of fasting followed by eight hours of an eating window is called intermittent fasting. So personally, I've noticed that I have sharper mental focus and creativity in the morning when I do this, but the research has shown that it decreases inflammation in the brain, it creates new neurons, it stimulates BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is associated with our uh, executive function, so memory, focus, mood, all of those really good things. On top of that, it stimulates growth hormone and it has positive metabolic effects on our body. So if you haven't tried it yet and you're curious, try it tomorrow morning. All right, last tip is around movement. And to be honest, this is probably my biggest struggle as far as health goes. So, you know, I love getting out and hiking and being out in nature and riding my bike and jumping on my rebounder. But having a sustainable strength training workout or routine has always been really difficult for me. I mean, depending on what you're doing, it can be really time consuming and it can be boring. And unless you're working directly with a trainer, it can be frustrating because you don't know exactly what you're doing a lot of times, right? So let's chat about HIIT workouts really quick. So high intensity interval training, you can find videos all over YouTube about these workouts, but they are super quick. You can do them at home. They're pretty easy. You don't need any equipment and they pack a serious punch when it comes to health benefits. So specifically, let's talk about the brain benefits of HIIT workouts. You know, they decrease inflammation, they boost BDNF, which we talked about, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and they also boost mitochondrial function. So mitochondria are your cellular powerhouses. They are the fuel that your cells need to function. And so 
basically your brain has a huge concentration of mitochondria. So anything that we can do to support the mitochondria is going to support your brain function. If you are new to movement routines or high intensity interval training, I definitely do recommend that you work with someone knowledgeable who can kind of guide you and mentor you until you feel confident and comfortable enough doing it yourself. So once again, your brain is not broken, at least not permanently, right? But fixing your brain starts with fixing your body. So start providing your body with the right instructions and the right information that it needs to heal. So homework for this week. All right, so number one, take an honest assessment of how well you are nourishing your body. One of the best ways to do this is to keep a food journal, like a food diary. If you've never done this before or it's been a while, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Basically, just keep track of anything that goes into your mouth over the next three days. Write down what time, write down what you had, write down how you felt afterwards, how you slept, how your digestion was. Keep a journal about what's been going on in your body. It can be really eye-opening, okay? So number two, most women I chat with are taking some supplements. So if you have any supplements or supplement stash or cabinet, take everything out, take a good look, toss anything that's expired or that you're unclear of what it is or what it's used for, just get rid of those. Also, if you're not working on your health foundations, then I would recommend taking a supplement vacation because honestly, you're probably wasting your money. If you're working with a practitioner, then write out all of the supplements that you have and what brands that you have, that's really important, and schedule a follow-up consult with them so you can actually prioritize and um, consolidate and re-strategize your approach when it comes to your supplements. Because I don't know about you, but if I don't know the reasoning behind taking something, I lose my motivation for taking it. I don't see the point, especially if it's not making a huge difference that I'm noticing. And number three, if you're not already meditating, uh, intermittent fasting, or doing HIIT workouts, I recommend just choosing one of those this next week and give it a try. See how it feels in your body. All right, that is it for this week. Tune in next week for Wealthy Wednesday, where we dive even deeper and talk about targeted nutrient therapy, functional genomics, and more biohacking strategies around brain health and beating brain fog. If you liked this video, please click the like button, share it with someone you love, subscribe to my channel, and be sure to click that little bell so you don't miss next week's episode. Also, if you're feeling drawn to work together or you want a more strategic, individualized approach, then check out my wealth activation program. You can head there by going to wealthywoman.co forward slash activation. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will chat with you next week. All right, ladies, thank you for listening to another transformational episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? <laughs> you know my mission is to help inspire and empower women to share their gifts, better serve their clients, and show up even more for the people they love. So if you enjoyed this episode, leave an awesome review so more women can find us and join us in creating a life of wealth.